incoming transmission. You, all right? I learned it by watching you. Parents who use drugs have children who use drugs. A stranger can mean danger. Now I know. And knowing is half the battle. You could learn a lot from a dummy. Buckle your safety belt. Pork chop sandwiches. I don't know the intro for the show yet. Uh, so this part will probably will be in it. But this is the PBMJ Heroclix PSA with Brad, uh, Paul, and Josafa, or Joe, Brad, Paul, and Josafa, however you want to make your PBMJ special, uh, it's up to you. Uh, so uh, thanks, uh, Joe and Paul, for coming into the show. Uh, and uh, hopefully we can make this a, a regular thing. Yes, that's Brad, good. Thanks. Yeah, sounds great. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, so, uh, the show uh, is basically going to be the three of us, and maybe more people will uh, come on and help uh, discuss things and give insight onto the goings on that's uh, currently happening in Heroclix. Uh, right now, there's not a. It's a very. It's a very fluid concept as as to what we. Uh, would like to have format the show. Uh, right now, we're just gonna uh, get ourselves introduced a little bit, and uh, what we kind of would like the world to 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 know about us. Uh, you know what we bring to the HeroClix community, and uh, that's uh, uh, by the way, the show is gonna be full of tangents and little side notes and stuff. But uh, uh, I just recently listened to a self-help self-help book, and uh, and I've never done that before. It's I'm going through some stuff, but uh, something in the book uh, uh, mentions that uh, we all would like to bring something special and unique to the world, uh, and uh, we all would like to have a great contribution. Uh, but there's a a misunderstanding or. Uh, an overstanding um, uh, what that means exactly. Uh, whatever we uh, put out into the online communities is unique to us. Uh, there are a lot of other people that feel or think the same way. Uh, uh, but just because uh, some of us might repeat each other does not mean that it is not a contribution. Uh, uh, just by agreeing with somebody, is a contribution uh, just by uh, confirming or disagreeing is a contribution. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's a little bit of a ramble, but uh, just because you feel like it, it's not worth saying doesn't mean it's not worth saying. So, well, I agree. Uh, uh, so, uh, Joe and Paul, if there's uh, if you could, uh, uh, we'll start with Joe that way, you, you don't talk about each other, <laughs> but uh, we'll just start with uh, Joe. Joe, can you introduce yourself, introduce yourself a little bit and what you would like to bring to the show? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm Joe Alves. Uh, my actual name, if anybody ever uh, is at a tournament and they see a weird or the longest, weirdest name <laughs> on, the, on the tournament roster, that's probably me. That's Joe. <laughs> so my actual name is Josepha 
and and, and uh, okay, I'm gonna say my full name, so so just so you guys can hear it, so you can wonder what the heck is it. <laughs> Josafá Alves Dominino Jesus Filho. That's like my full name. So for short, I just say Joe Alves because it's just easier <laughs> for everybody. Uh, I'm gonna guess that you don't use like the voice recognition apps uh, because. Uh... <laughs> oh no no! The, the the last time I tried it. It answered with amen. It thought it was like a prayer or something. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, thanks for telling us about your name. Uh, what can you tell us about your, your HeroClix history? And, uh, you know, well, I started playing yeah. HeroClix um, when the game first came out in the early 2000s. Um, I was back in Brazil. We did not have access to a lot of figures, and they were very, very expensive. I played it for like about a year and a half, a year or a year and a half, um, and it it had died out due to the lack of product in the in the at the stores in the stores in Brazil, and it, it sort of died out. And then um, so I stopped playing back then. Uh, that those were the good old days where you had the um, you know the the ten range figures with a. Uh, uh, like everybody had 10 range and the only two good clicks on a figure were the first two clicks. So like, please don't hit my guy or he's useless. <laughs> um, so uh, I played for about a year and a half and then um, I stopped, got back to it back in like uh, about 2014, just near like War of Light. That's when I got back to it. I played it for about two or three more years. And then I stopped again. And then uh, right before the pandemic, I picked up again. Um, so I have about, you know, maybe a total of five years altogether that I've played HeroClix. Um, I've always loved it. I, I actually, I've played card games and miniature games, but I prefer miniature games. They just, there's something about it that just draws me uh, into playing uh, miniature games. So, yeah, and I've, you know, I've uh, uh, had a, a little bit of experience. I am a competitive player at heart. Um, but I am, I try to be as nice as I can. And although I am competitive, I always try to teach. Like if I beat somebody, I always like to talk about the game afterwards, t talk to them about what I saw, what happened and what they can do to, you know, improve their gameplay. Cause I think it's, it's about the growth. That's how I feel about the game. I would like everybody to, you know, sort of grow with the game and get better with, in the game for whatever reason, each one is playing the game. There's always room for improvement, right? So uh, that's how I, I feel about clicks. <laughs> uh, and uh, what's uh, something that you'd like to uh, bring to the show? Something to highlight, something that interests you or uh, would like to discuss uh, for the show? Uh, one of the things that I would like to talk about is um, in the show mainly would be, um, well, today, I, I, I think one of the things I want to talk about are like secret gems. Like, you know, I think everybody has those figures that they kind of play, not necessarily for a big event or a competitive event, but you always have those secret gems that you kind of like have in the back of your hat, right? So that, you know, you always like to play. So that's something that I like to talk. And overall, one of the things that I like that I like to talk about too is the being positive when you're playing a game to have fun, right? Um, it is a luck-based game. You have to roll dice. So that can, you know, make people, some people very uncomfortable or, or upset. Um, but just opening the mindset that, you know, luck is part of it, but it's not all of it. There's a reason why you see the same repetitive people 
doing well at events, right? You can't say that these people are the luckiest people in the world, right? <laughs> so that's how I feel about that. So those are the kind of the two things that I want to bring to the show today. Uh, uh, and Paul, uh, can you introduce yourself and uh, a little bit of your hero quick history? Hi, I'm Paul Cote. I have been playing um, not for that long. The first first set that I bought was uh, um, Earth X. Um, <clears throat> so I, I haven't been playing that long, but I have been uh, able to. Uh, so it wasn't that far before the uh, pandemic uh, hit and everything kind of moved online. Um, so at this point, I'm. I'm I played more online games than I've played in real person games, uh, <laughs> which is, you know, has its ups and downs. Um, definitely would prefer to to get more um, actual clicksing in the in the real world. Um, that just is what it is, though. Uh, so I haven't been playing that long. Um, I have had the benefit of um, having quite a few good good players around me, and that's. Uh, what I attribute to, uh, um, you know, my success is that uh, that is one of the pl the pluses for for being online is there's a lot of the uh, a lot of good players that show up to um, to the broadcast event and before that the Majestics had an online series and uh, um, um, uh, the Rock. I'm, Rock, yes, exactly. The win, win, Rock Window Maps were on were online for a little while, um, uh, so that would be the that would be the uh, the selling point I would say to people is that there's really good players in there, and if you practice consistently with really good players, you become a really good player. Um, yeah, you start to pick up their tricks, you start to get more confident, you know, beating them or whatever, and then you 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 become good. Um, I, uh, I've always loved um so so for a while I uh you you were talking about like hidden gems and building with the budget and for a while I was playing in like small win maps um with a very limited budget. Uh I opened up a um uh in my first the first pack I ever opened up I got a um Captain Venom. Um that's not the name of it. No, uh, that's uh, Venom Captain. Yeah, yeah Venom, Venom Captain. Sold it for like $150, and for a while I was like playing teams with almost prim primarily like the, the small like little Oz, and it's hard to call Vulture like a... Uh, it, it, Vulture was cheap, at least. Like So there was a bunch of like little things that I'd, I'd picked up and was playing with. Um, uh, so, but yeah, so for, for a while I was kind of a budget player. Um, what I would like to um, bring to this this podcast, yeah. Today, um, I think uh, I'd like to just just talk talk some uh, about team building and um, um, team building, and also like the importance of practice. I'd like to uh, to highlight because you know, no matter what you're playing, uh, having a good a good game plan and um, and recognizing your strengths and and is is and just just being comfortable. <laughs> Let's take it a step back. Just knowing what every figure does is really important. 
because you're playing chess and and you're the all the pieces move completely different ways and sometimes they 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 they'll take you by surprise okay uh so uh for those that don't know me uh my name is brad broyles uh i've been playing curie clicks i started playing curie clicks back in december 2012 but my first official set was the amazing spider-man in 2013, like February, January, somewhere around there. Uh, and I, I am a competitive player uh, in the sense that uh, I like making optimal builds. Uh, and the, in, in, in that sense, uh, I, whatever I build and whatever I play, I would like it to be the best thing that I can do. Uh, now it doesn't necessarily mean it will always win, uh, but like uh, like if I if I'm building a team, I'm building it to make it a, a spear or a shield or a sword and shield or some some kind of particular strategy. Uh, this is how I wanted to build my team, and uh, this is uh, how I wanted to perform. Or, uh, how I wanted to make it succeed. Not necessarily win. I know that sounds the same, but succeeding and winning for me is not necessarily the same thing. It's nice if you can win and succeed, but uh, generally speaking, uh, uh, especially lately I've become self-aware, but it's always been the case and that whatever whatever I'm playing, it uh, doesn't matter if it's Heroclix or Magic or board games or video games, uh, I'm here to have fun. And uh, for me, playing what is described as competitive Heroclix is really fun uh, because uh, 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 in, in competitive Heroclix, the, for uh, the, uh, the well more, the well, more, the more well-known players uh, make Make no apologies for building an optim, optimal build uh, and for winning. And uh, for some people, uh, that doesn't feel good. Or that's not fun for them. That's totally understandable. Uh, some people just want to make Hulk smash, and that's fine. And I've made builds like that before, and I had fun doing it. But that's because I wanted to do it that particular way that one particular time. Uh, but uh, in general, uh, when I build something, I just want to build something. Sometimes it's really stupid. Uh, there's uh, figures that a lot of people might not consider good or even playable. Like, uh, the, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, I think it's Koi Kwa from uh, the Empire set. He's an interesting figure. Uh, and another thing to note is that. Uh, I don't. I I have a much more lower bar on, on what I consider a bad, uh, bad figure, uh, and for the most part, I don't think there are a lot of bad figures. Uh, I think there are a lot of good figures, and then when you start like dissecting a little bit, there are figures that you know are, are the best figures, and uh, for. If you're playing in competitive tournaments, the the best figures will be played by most people. Yeah. 
uh, that's completely understandable. Uh, that's just usually A equals B. You play the best and to be the best. And uh, that's just that, that math is usually how that works out. Uh, but for me, it's uh, I just here to have fun and play the, the best way I know how. And that is just uh, building whatever I want and allowing other people to try to have fun with me and doing the same. Uh, if that makes any sense. Kind of lo uh, lost uh, the wheel there for a second. No, no, that makes a lot of sense. So when you were saying that you don't think that there are bad figures per se, like I kind of agree with you in a sense if the figure does something interesting, but I, I disagree in the sense that there aren't bad figures. Because... No, no, yeah, there are bad figures out there. Uh, right, right, right. Yeah, it's, it's just that my bar is very low. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> okay, okay. So it's kind of like me when I'm, you know, when I go out and I have some, a few drinks. <laughs> yeah. You're like, after the third low. or fourth beer, you know, most beer tastes pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, um, what, what, what I was thinking is, is what came up across my head is where I would draw the line for a good figure and a bad figure would be cost to, uh, the cost benefit of the figure and the stats. That's basically what I always look at, right? And, and and it's inevitable to compare because whenever you're trying to make a tier for anything, you have to compare. There's no other way. Uh, for sure. Uh, uh, to, yeah. to pause right there real quick, uh, there will almost always be better figures. Uh, but uh, it go goes back to my point uh, earlier about the contributions uh, or the uh, the best figures. Uh, just because it's better doesn't necessarily mean the other one is uh, bad. It's just, uh, people think that often hear when they hear worse it means bad and no good and it has no value. Uh, right. But uh, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll let you uh, continue. Uh, sorry. Right. But there's always there's always context, and even though a figure might be bad, doesn't mean you can't play the figure, right? Mm -hmm. I would, right. Like for instance, if there's a ten point figure that just sucks, but it's good for the, the theme just to get that plus one on the theme, you probably still play it because just because of that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. I mean, obviously, if you can if you can you know math them out, you probably do it. But, but you know, if you need that theme to go up, you know, hey, from a seven to an eight, that's a big boost. Yeah, like Jessica Cruz is not as good as Chip or, or Green Lantern. They just do. <laughs> uh, they, they can they can make they can make the um, the the pogs that she can make, um, and their stats are just you know a little bit better. Um, that doesn't mean Jessica Cruz is bad. Exactly, I agree with that. That see that's a but that's a good a perfect example where you have a figure that's slightly better for a context because of what it does. But right. if you if you look at the point costs and stats, Jessica Cruz is just fantastic, right? I mean, yeah, she probably absolutely. be banned like 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 five years ago. She'd probably get hit, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Who is if this there, girl? <laughs> if there wasn't Chip and uh, and and Green Lantern and like in a different world, she'd be like, "Wow, she's great. She's meta." Uh, and that actually uh, uh, goes to what I would like to bring to the show, uh, where. Uh, uh, Paul Hope mentioned that before, uh, uh, but we had talked about it off the air, was that uh, I would like to bring uh, budget builds uh, uh, to the show. Uh, it's not to say uh, popper necessarily, but uh, I want to go back to my roots. Uh, like uh, uh, Paul mentioned and uh, uh, Joe mentioned that uh, at 
there were figures that were out of my uh, personal reach or out of my wallet reach more specifically. Uh, and uh, I, I made do with what I had. And I tried to win as best as I could with what I had. And if I if I needed the figure, if I felt like it was absolutely crucial to the team, then I would try to borrow it. Uh, and if I couldn't, then I would just try to find something that worked similar, or I would just throw away the entire build uh, in general. Uh, and I would like to marry that idea with how I play now. And uh, that goes, and the way I play now is uh, in large, uh, and largely con contributed to uh, online play. With online play, and that's it's honestly my favorite way to play because it's allowed me to uh, grow closer to the Facebook friends or the Reddit uh, people or the AC Realms uh, uh, personas uh, and uh, discuss a little bit more closely or dissect, dissect things a little bit more uh, you know, to play games uh, with people, have tournaments with uh, these people. And uh, when you play online, uh, for the most part, you can play with whatever you want and uh, however you decide. And uh, because of, I like to build optimally, and that just mostly happens to be the already best pieces. Uh, and I uh, I would like to marry the two. Um, my goal uh, for each episode uh, is to have a budget build and a better build. Uh, like I said, there are you can have those overcosted figures uh, or the figures that really don't bring as much to the table. Uh, and but and then you can have the the other team that which is just better. Uh, not necessarily making the other team bad. It's just that the team is better. Uh, and uh, I, it'll be reverse engineered. Whatever team I get inspired to build first, I will uh, reverse engineer and try to make the, the other team. So if I make a better team, I'll try to make a, a budget team with that. Uh, because I, uh, I think a lot of us, uh, especially the, the three of us here, uh, oftentimes uh, make very interesting builds. And... Uh, I think uh, with the the budget idea, uh, this will help bring people uh, into the competitive environment. Uh, they would uh, they see that uh, there's uh, budget builds that can be competitive. I mean, not necessarily win worlds. Uh, you know, that goes to the deluxe thing uh, Joe brought about earlier. That uh, uh, and in any game of Heroes. It's always better to be lucky than good, but uh, it sure helps to be prepared and practice. Uh, uh, and so do you? So do you? Do you think that? So you said it's better be to be lucky than to be good, and I agree. Um, but do you think that there's a moment in the game where if you play well enough consistently, you can overturn that luck? That luck because it's always kind of like a wheel. I feel. Right, you're gonna be like on this little streak of like bad rolls, whatever, and then it might swing around during the game. Do you feel that if if a person is good enough or they play well enough, um, they could overturn and uh, the opposite of what you're saying, the unlucky <laughs> rolls? Well, right. uh, there's a, uh, I, I like I like quotes. Uh, uh, you'll, you'll often hear me try to say a quote or misquote people, <laughs> but uh, uh, 
work is an interesting thing. Uh, I, I'm a very semantic type type of person. Uh, uh, the the word I'm blanking on uh, uh, entomology is that the word? No, that's bugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's what's the uh, entomology and entomology? The the, yeah. the 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 root of words. What's that called? Yeah. Etymology. Sorry, you cut out there again. Etymology. It sounds like entomology. Entomology? Entomology, he said, I think. Uh, Etymology. Entomology. Entomology, like antiology, right? Uh, what's the word for. Uh, I, I'm blanking on the word, but it's uh, entomology, uh, but something like that. Entomology. Uh, something. Etymology is the word. Etymology, okay. Uh, yeah, etymology is the study of insects. Etymology is the study of the root of words or the origin and meaning of words. And so uh, I I really like knowing what a word is and the meaning behind the word and the root of the word and the history of the word. Uh, that's why it could be uh, tough to argue with me because sometimes I can get very semantic and quite frankly dick, <laughs> dickish. Uh, but uh, uh, the, the, the word luck, uh, there's a quote uh, going back. And like, uh, like I said, sometimes you go off this little side note, uh, side tangents, but luck mm-hmm. is when opportunity meets preparation. And that goes back to the, it's better to be lucky uh, than be good, but it's good to be prepared. Uh, so you can, that, that's what makes a, a lot of the great players the best players, is that uh, they mitigate their luck. They try to, what's that? The word I hear you guys say often, low variance or high variance, whatever whatever one is the good one. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure which one's the, the good one, having low variance or high variance. Uh, but whatever you can to reduce the amount of luck involved is, is better for your team and the, the way that you play. So, yeah, it, it's good to be uh, prepared for sure. Like, practice, uh, if you're ever going to a tournament, a tournament that you really, really want to win, you should practice. Uh, you should practice your team, and you should know what's out in the field. Oh, and that's an interesting thing to, to note when you're talking about what's out in the field, uh, because the, uh, the, there's something called meta, where before meta and the Heroclix is what is the best, but generally speaking, meta in other games is what is, what is being played in this area? What is the meta in this area? Uh, so you have to know what's out in the field, and for me personally, whenever I'm playing, I uh, I feel like I should have a good idea what to expect and how to play against it. Not necessarily beat it, because there are, I think that there should be bad matchups, but uh, in those worst matchups, uh, I, I would try uh, to figure out a way to either get points, make it a roll-off, or uh, just uh, try to uh, make something happen out of nothing, you know? Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a good way to go about it, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing, so, there's no worse feeling than not knowing how somebody's going to uh, use a figure or you don't understand the figure fully 
and you go to like a big event and then it just like slaps you in the face. It's the worst feeling ever. It's like, oh my gosh, that's had I known, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, uh, back in the day, I used to play Halo uh, uh, with me and the friends. Uh, and I thought we were pretty good. I like uh, we would play on uh, one Xbox together, where, where where we would fight each other, like put hands on each other, like, hey, don't look at my screen. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then my world grew a little bit more when I started working and played with other guys up with Hilo, and we would uh, have like little land parties. Uh, and then my world grew a little bit more when I we went to Halo tournament. And we uh, each time my world expanded, I, I found out there was so much that I didn't know or that I sucked at. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, there's always a bigger fish, right? <laughs> yeah. So with uh, HeroQuix, uh, if you go to HeroQuix for the first time and you're learning, and uh, HeroQuix is very complicated. Uh, uh, so uh, p the best players. Players that I've won world championships, and national champions, championships, and uh, everything in between. Like uh, they just I have like a pedigree full of, of wins and titles. Uh, they still screw it up today for whatever reason, uh, for yes. just for playing for too long and too many rules to remember, or which rules that we're playing by, or just because there's a new uh, uh, a new feature because. You can know what to expect in the meta if you pay attention, but there can always be a player that brings a team uh, and you've never actually read the cards uh, because you don't think that figure is good enough. It just be, yeah, curveballs, that's what we call yeah, them. Yeah, curveballs, yeah. Uh, so, the advantage of playing something that's a little bit, uh, that's not a fastball, that's not the a figure that everyone's eyes on everyone's eyes on sakaria and iron man thanos etc right now and if you um if you do something outside of that or and, and a few other things like flashes etc but if you do something that's um as good not better as good but different that's you than the meta that's usually what i'm what i'm aiming for and i consider as good better because it's a curveball uh, but uh, 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 when, when you go to your local tournament and uh, are learning to play Hero Clicks, uh, often, especially when I started playing, we got the rules wrong on so many things. Like, this doesn't feel right, so we're not going to go that way. Or this doesn't <laughs> sound right, and so uh, this sounds better to me, and so I'm just going to rule, uh, rule this way. And, uh, uh, I, I, to this day, I still do that to a certain extent. Uh, but uh, I, I know the rules better, and I surround myself with people that uh, actually know the rules uh, as, a, as, a, as a whole. Uh, but uh, when you start to expand or go to different places, uh, I'll find out that uh, you have been playing it wrong, or uh, you just don't play it at all. Because you know, when you play locally, uh, usually the judge or the organizer or someone says that you can't play with this because it, we determined it to be not fun or not healthy for a local environment. And that's perfectly okay, okay by the way. Uh, but I feel like that could be harmful if you aren't letting your player player base at least uh, be aware of, of the why and the how you came to, to that decision. 
Uh, I think that the uh, all players should be exposed to all game elements uh, that they uh, uh, that they may have access to. If uh, 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 right b before COVID, most stores uh, were having uh, WKOs, Blizz Kids Opens, uh, like hundred by the hundreds. Uh, they were just well, probably closer to the dozens actually, but uh, you. It, 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 I, it would be amazing and astounding to me when I uh, go to a new store for WK Open to win that really cool prize or to get uh, qualified for Nationals and Worlds. Um, but the judge uh, just flat out got stuff wrong. Uh, or uh, and they just uh, they did it because it felt right or it sounded wrong. Uh, there was one judge at this one venue uh, where uh, ID cards were uh, were a thing, and it was the Professor X ID card was part of the the prizing uh, for the event, participation prize. Uh, but if you if you don't know, uh, if it's a if it's a an LE or a limited edition game element, it's not technically legal until the following month after it was uh, released. Uh, release. Uh, but for this WKO, uh, it was legal for the event. And, uh, he, he was wrong, but the, but because of that, um, uh, people, uh, the local people there knew that in advance and were able to play with, they built a team to play with that or play against it. Uh, you know, for us that travel, that was super frustrating because, uh, uh, we that 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 ID card was pretty good. Um, the, the characters associated were also pretty amazing. Uh, but what, that's uh, that's something uh, that I I would like to uh, show to go over is to help bring awareness to certain things. Uh, another thing I would like to go into uh, in the future is to go over uh, etiquette. We talk, uh, I think it was Paul that you mentioned earlier. Uh, it might have been Joe on the uh, the. Uh, I wrote it down. Uh, etiquette on uh, growth and being positive. Uh, growing your, uh, your player base is important, but also growing your player base's skills is another important thing to do for your players to help them uh, become better players uh, in the game uh, and uh, and not just uh, at winning games, but uh, being positive is another thing. Or being being okay, not necessarily being positive, but being okay with the negatives. That's uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, uh something that uh, oftentimes uh, we as people in general uh, uh, can don't know how to cope with is uh, being okay with the negative stuff because negative stuff does happen. Sometimes you know people are jerks. Sometimes you have a bad dice roll. Sometimes you make a mistake uh, with how a card. Works or a judge with an incorrect ruling. Uh, and sometimes uh, just need to be okay with the negative. Uh, that's a... Uh, uh, that's, uh, <laughs> sorry to uh, push my uh, self-help agenda, but uh, in the self-help book that I uh, listened to, something called uh, At Fault and Responsibility. Uh, mm -hmm. you, you, can play, uh, you can recognize and determine uh, who or what is at fault or to blame. But it's up to you to determine uh, uh, 
or and it's up to you to be responsible and determine on how you uh, react to that. Uh, so the, the thing is that um, sheltering yourself from certain game elements because you you think that they're not they're not fun or or are too powerful. Like there's some people that just refuse to play any game on King's Tomb or Realm of Death or any of those quote unquote BS maps. Mm-hmm. They'll refuse to practice on it. They'll just not play. But those are part of the game. So like. Is, they're like it's not fun for me, so I'm just going to concede any game that someone brings it out. And I mean, this is literally something that happened. Like someone brought brought out the map, they conceded the game. I don't want to play on it. Um, if you never play on it, you never practice on it, you never get comfortable with it. You you just like it's part of the game. So um, you you got to figure out how to navigate through it uh, instead of just conceding or just trying to get it banned from your from your local shops and if you practice without it that limits what you can play like you're not really playing hero clicks you're playing hero clicks minus uh game elements you don't like um it's just not good practice unless you unless you're you're because uh, then you'll just get blindsided when you go to a wk or you go into anything yeah, because uh, generally speaking you uh, you will, 90% of players will want to eventually go to another venue or go to right. uh, a WKO or Nationals Worlds because there's really cool prize money. And while you yep. may not play can, in the constructed event, you might play in the sealed event or you might play in Battle Royals. And uh, uh, those game elements that you try to ignore will be there. You, uh, and it just, uh, it can often hurt you. Uh, with the uh, the the willful ignorance, uh, you or your uh, players chose to uh, uh, put on put upon yourself. Uh, let me pause it right there real quick. I want to make sure that my my recorder is actually recording my microphone. because <laughs> <Yep. laughs> uh, uh, I don't want good. that to happen again. Uh, so give me just that's a, a good idea. Uh, so uh, let's. Uh, uh, so this episode is not going to be too long. Uh, it's mostly just introduction, and you're going to be hearing our thoughts on certain things and how we feel about it and how we might want to address it. So, uh, so, uh, so let's uh, try to uh, discuss what is happening right now. And right now, uh, in Heroclix, which just happened recently, was the watch list. I don't think that we need to go. Uh, deeply into that on the what happened and uh, what we hated uh, uh, liked about it because I think a, a lot of people already made their thoughts clear on it. Uh, but uh, uh, going forward uh, with the watch list, we can discuss uh, uh, how we plan to uh, interact with uh, these changed figures going forward. Uh, we can uh, go into that a little bit about that. Anything in particular, the Joe or Paul, that you want to get into with the, the watch list on how you plan to go forward uh, accordingly? I mean, I'm just more likely to play uh, Molecule Man. Um, I I think that the Thanos nerf uh, hurt 
some older builds or some some I don't think it really made that big of a difference on the kind of Thanos teams that I build. I think if you're trying to like the the Dan Powell build of um uh having like three different shield members and two different enhancements getting them up to a six damage and then shooting through walls i think those type of builds will be um affected um but with with when you're when you're doing collector thanos i don't i think he's I think Collector Thanos is still a top team. Yeah, um, uh, Spider Thanos yeah. Uh, team definitely took a hit just because uh, you can't pop up the damage and shoot behind the walls anymore. Right. Uh, or, or characters, right? Yeah. Yeah, and right. that might be. Uh, I think that is for the better, uh, but it still doesn't feel like it's a big enough hit for Thanos. I think I still. Uh, uh, building with Thanos, I, I think that changes, but building against Thanos. I don't think that's changed much at all. Uh, but the the thing is that the the collector Thanos builds were doing really well, and and that was that was the version I was going to go with. Um, I won I won a broadcast event with with collector Thanos. Jay Solomon did really well with it, and uh, you know, looks. I think that's just the way to go. Uh, for for me, the the one figure that uh, I want to change. Uh, dead. Uh, I still don't think it was enough, but it was the alchemical fire. I thought I added everything listed. I have a black card and Thanos and Malfoy. And uh, the alchemical fire was the ha- was the biggest problem and had the potential to continue to be the biggest problem. Uh, just because if you listen to my uh, after tournament reports, uh, I mentioned a few times, uh, or at least off the air. Uh, the uh, that figure was problematic in the, in the sense that at any figure that had multiple targets and can make multiple attacks can trigger uh, uh, whichever game effect that you wanted, and uh, that's uh, I I liked what they did with the fire that one made sense, uh, and uh, I don't think I have to worry about the fire anymore just because of the. Uh, how, I don't think how 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 random it will be from that one. I don't think anyone's playing the fire after that. I think like Thanos builds either go un- unequipped or go for the Carnage symbiote. Yeah. Uh, but Monster Man definitely gonna play a lot more. Uh, it got a nice buff and uh, uh he'll go on more single teams and he'll go on more uh uh non. Did I say things? Uh, whatever, whatever that was, the opposite of what you said a second ago. <laughs> teams and unteam teams. Yes. Yeah, teams and unteam teams. Uh, he just got a huge buff, and uh, I, I'm fine with the watch list for the most part. Uh, mm-hmm. How about you, Joe? Uh, are you? Is yeah, there anything that you I, I, uh, I, are want, want to acknowledge that you're glad that did, and that you can build around it better, or not build, or have to worry about building around it? So I feel that, like, I agree with everything that was said already. Um, I do think that the the fire needed a hit. Um, it was too strong. Um, it was too consistent and too, every turn, the, the fire damage every turn is too, it's, it, it's too much, right? Like, on my turn and your turn, then it's, it's, it's too much. Now, I feel that Thanos, it was a good hit. Um, it, it, it's, I like the way they, they, they took on these hits. 
because before when they they were nerfed, they were putting a rod on characters. Most of the times, those characters became unplayable, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel that this is important, especially because HeroClix is a game where sometimes people have to spend a lot of money. Right? And I hate it when, when you know, the, the person finally, you know, saved up for that figure or he was able to, you know, manage through some time through trades or whatever to acquire the figure they wanted to play. And now they hit it. Right. I feel yeah. that that's something that for me is really devastating. So I feel that keeping the, the figures still playable is super important. Now, I feel that Thanos, um, while the hit might have not been strong enough. I think it was good because he's still very playable. And a lot of people, you know, they had to go get a, a legacy card. They had to go find this old figure that, you know, that people were asking quite a bit of money. I think it's, you know, it borders the 80 to, it was like, it was nearly like a hundred dollars for, for the things with the card. So that's, I mean, I find that to be pretty a, a considerable amount for a, for a figure. Um, and now the way they hit it, it, although it wasn't, like super, super, it wasn't such a big hit. It is enough of a hit that I feel that certain things matter now, right? So your bar barrier makers matter. Like before, the way he was, the way he was played, your barrier makers just did not matter, right? So you couldn't save your support, for example. Now the barriers actually do matter. So I feel that that while the hit wasn't consistent enough, I think it was uh, just enough that you know people could at least manage. The game a little bit more now as opposed to not um uh the other thing that i would have liked to see is maybe sky turn just getting a little bit of a, a hit there but that's okay i mean i feel that he's just killable and that's why you know like he's just okay so is he really good when he goes and he does his thing yes but he's also the kind of figure that is easily dealt with right a drop team goes drops like a poison character he's like now a vanilla guy right it's not that good anyway he's still good but not like busted good so i feel that like while he's super good i could see why they didn't mess with him but i do think that when he works uh it, it feels overwhelming like when he's you know going off it's an interesting thing trying to balance figures that are currently a problem and then trying to adjust them uh going forward uh with uh, sky tyrant and maga blackheart they were a really big thing uh, last year, and they kind of fell off for various reasons. Uh, and I, I typically, uh, I'm okay with uh, looking at figures to be watchlisted, but generally, I also prefer most figures to be left alone. Uh, once you point that it sucks to uh, save up your money or make all those trades and all this time to get those figures, to get that figure or figures. And then uh, it gets washed and it gets smoked into the ground. Uh, and it's not playable for the competition at the level that you would like to play it at. Um, and or you practice 30 games on it. Yes. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, you already had that figure. You spent all this time, all this practice, uh, 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 trying to prepare this team for a certain event. And then it just doesn't work that way. Speaking of, uh, let's uh, segue into Canadian Nationals and the watch list. So Canadian Nationals is uh, going down right now, I believe. It started today, Thursday, July 7th. Uh, and it's uh, going on this weekend. Uh, they are not going to be playing 
uh, with the errata is not what it's made. Uh, the errata doesn't go into effect until July 11th uh, after Canadian, National, Canadian Nationals has been completed. It's an interesting thing. I, at first glance, I thought they should have just made it effective immediately, but uh, after listening to some people, uh, it makes sense to wait until after uh, their event is over, just because, uh, because of the timeline being so close and you want to prepare and practice and uh, borrow and fly and drive and get money and do all this money and time to prepare for an event and then they tweak some things. Like, I was bothered by the Professor X ID card being illegal. Uh, so, it makes sense that uh, allowing things to stay the way that they were, even though uh, the figures that we mentioned before uh, were problematic or had issues. Uh, but people will play accordingly to that now for that event. And for the next big event, uh, which I, I think is the UK and Australia, uh, they have enough time. Well, I guess that's uh, subjective, uh, but they, they have a little bit more time than the Canadian nationals do and the American nationals and worlds. Uh, but uh, with the Canadian nationals, uh, with the erratas uh, not going to affect, what do you guys, and uh, to uh, give you a little bit of information, uh, Canadian nationals, the average attendance is around 20 to 40 people. That's really small. Uh, so uh, with uh, how short notice everything was and how expensive everything is now, and there's still a concern about uh, the COVID uh, pandemic going on, uh, with having its uh, surges here and there. Uh, how many people do you expect to show up? I, I, I thought there would be at least twenty, but from what I talked to you about uh, some players, like they might not get more than like twelve or sixteen players. Uh, what do you expect to be there? With uh, the, what do you think will be the top eight uh, teams there, knowing uh, with that many people attending? The top eight. Um, so I, I expect Thanos Collector to be the top because I know a few of the the key players there. I, I mean, it's a it's a it's a great team, anyways. But um, like Jay Solomon and some other other people there, are like kind of curators of that. Um, uh, I mean, and then Sakarian Iron Man. Like that's gonna be that's we're gonna be seeing Sakarian. Iron Man versions, uh, like 12 different versions of the same team, uh, uh, more similar teams. Interesting to know, outside yeah. of the U.S., uh, there is a different meta involved when it comes to uh, other countries' uh, national uh, level events. Mm -hmm. uh, with, uh, uh, for various reasons, uh, because of the, the cost increase or just the distribution or the uh, level of interest in the game itself. Some players just don't, uh, won't or can't uh, play with certain pieces. Uh, even though uh, they technically do have access just by simply asking, uh, or, hey, can I borrow this? Or does anyone have this figure? And then, generally speaking, most people uh, can't be accommodated if they are playing it or if it's not already spoken for by someone else. Uh, so, we might not see as many Sakai and Iron Man's or Thanos teams, uh, just because of the uh, the Disney Plus set was the, the latest set to come out. Uh, 
so, but we probably will see a lot of damage, especially if it's not erotic. On uh, the flip side of that, we might not see almost any Thanos just because uh, uh, those other countries also don't really like playing the the, the top tier best pieces uh, for various reasons. Uh, but uh, the biggest reason is because of uh, uh, because of, of what it takes to beat those number one or top ten figures. Uh, they kind of feel like it's unfair. Uh, because not everybody's going to have access to this. And so they kind of lower the bar uh, to uh, give players a better advantage of beating them or making it more fun or fair or whatever they feel uh, is right uh, for the overall field involved. So I, yeah, I, on, that, on that note, like I heard, like for, for instance, in the Philippines, the they don't just so you have an idea jlu is still like they're having their big event like their nationals or whatever and i heard that they're they're still gonna run jlu and certain sets are not legal like the ones that just dropped most recently like like disney plus because they haven't even gotten that so it's interesting how i had a friend who lives there ask for like some help with building and some stuff. And then he was like, I was like, hey, you know that this rotated, right? <laughs> he goes, oh, Joe, over here, it hasn't. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Uh, he was asking me like Batman, like the Batman Prime questions. And I'm like, you know that this rotated, right? He goes, uh, not over here, it hasn't. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> what a wild concept. Uh, but uh, it's also what makes uh, those tournaments more fun for us uh, American uh, observers, uh, because uh, because of their of their meta, uh, you get to see those those budget builds or those B teams or stuff that fell out of favor. Uh, so we might see secret six teams over in uh, Canada or the UK or in the Philippines, because uh, yeah. I was the, the I was the hotness and that was what they did well for a second. Uh, so. Uh, for me, where I think the top team would be of, of the uh, four A teams, you might see two Thanos teams. Uh, I think the X Men will still be popular. I think two of those teams will be X Men, uh, and for the other four teams, it probably will be, uh, or for Canada, uh, it'll be two Thanos, uh, two X Men, one Monster. So that's five. So three more teams. Uh, that'll be one unthinked team. Whatever that will be. If I have to make a, a guess, I think Thanos is going to show up pretty strong. I want to say closer to half of the eight might be Thanos. Um, like maybe three or four. And then I, I'm going to rager that scientists are going to be a big thing there. Mm -hmm. um, I also feel I also feel like there's there's always going to be a very high themed uh, team. And I feel that Monsters is the one that's, that, that that achieves that pretty consistently because of the Moloids, right? The cheap, very effective 10-pointers. Uh, so I feel that Monsters might be on that, um, on that, on, uh, on the top eight as well. Uh, so some things that weren't mentioned, um, I think Prime Vision is, is going to see some play there. Just, 
knowing the the players that are that are there and um, <laughs> um, I can't even say her name. Just <laughs> huh? oh, it's not just Emily. Okay, it's, it's all the players. Um, uh, but also I know that the um, it was really big in the Pacific Northwest. Like there was, it just won an event there. That's right. Um, Interesting. There's a little bit of crossover. Yeah, there was well, like four or five players on the team that played uh, Prime Vision teams. Yeah, that, it was huge there. <laughs> uh, and then the other thing that I think that there's, um, I think like Bishop Scarlet Witch has kind of become an archetype, and I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised to see that. Well, uh, I I kind of allowed myself uh, an opening unfairly, uh, to say the Spider-Man family team. Uh, Vision could be on the Spider-Man family team. Uh, uh, and the, the Scarlet Witch and the Scarlet Iron Man or whatever have you. Just because it's just, there's too many Spider-Man family teams to, to narrow it down to just one specific <laughs> one yeah, Spider-Man team. Nowadays, if you want to be a spider, they go like, okay, do you weigh more than two pounds? Can you walk? Right. Walk up to the team. <laughs> Right, that's the, that's their criteria for you. Right, become, that's not very descriptive. Yeah, they're not very like <laughs> demanding. You know, like they're not really requiring the big. You know, hey, you could jump in the water from very high. That sounds like a superpower. Welcome to the team. Let's go. <laughs> but it also like there's there's Spider-Man family teams that have completely different wind conditions. Like a lot of them are based around Sakari and Iron Man, but that's not even a given anymore. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, I don't want to go too much into to U.S. Nats Worlds, uh, but uh, I would like to more go into the the prep work involved for these types of events. Uh, not just necessarily practicing the game, but other stuff involved. Uh, like uh, one of the uh, listener questions uh, asked by Jay Patel was... Uh, not on my Discord, it was somewhere else. <laughs> but I, I believe it was uh, how do you prepare uh, you uh, how, uh, talk about the best way to carry a team a luggage or carry on while flying. I've never flown, I've never flown before, so I can't speak on that. Uh, have either of you flown with your hero quick stuff before? Yeah. Oh. Oh, what I've done is I make sure that there's nothing loose, right? So the biggest trick there is, uh, like, if you have, like, a tackle box or whatever it is, how you keep your figures, you want to make sure that the figures are not moving inside your tackle box. Because especially if you're not going to put it in your, in, if it's, like, a big case and you got to put it in your actual suitcase, then um, I would recommend not having loose figures. That's the big, the big key right there. Because, um, and then I would take everything expensive and I would put it in like, you know, what I do is I would take those those um, little small cases that people use for like sewing and for these kind of like, you know, little tools and things. Um, and I take those smaller cases and I'll put all my expensive figures and I'll put like, you know, I'll fill it in with like uh, any kind of like uh, little uh, bubble plastic or any kind of like cushioning like cotton or whatever. And you fill it in so that it's not moving and I'll put it on my carry on. Cause then I'll know I'll have it with me and nobody's going to be throwing it around. Um, and then, you know, the, the less expensive stuff, you know, I could, I, it's okay. It's whatever. Like, like your maps I mean, and I, stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, I mean, there, 
Uh, they're very violent with uh, how they uh, transport the, the luggage. Um, oh, no, they toss it like that, right? They just toss it. You know, they just toss it. <laughs> so, yeah, you've been a Magneto. Uh, oh, my Lord. If, don't even, like, knock on wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> I'd have a heart attack for how much that's going right now. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what, are, what are a couple of ways that uh, you guys prepare to go to, well, like, uh, uh, are either you going to nationals or worlds? I should make it to worlds, but not nationals. I am going to make it to both. Okay. Uh, I, I'm going to try my hardest. That I really want to go to worlds. Uh, uh, and to prepare for that, I need to save money. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the... That's the hardest thing to do. Uh, you know, I'm not exactly sure how much is involved. Uh, I kind of blew up on Facebook uh, uh, a week or two ago uh, trying to ask uh, uh, Howard Brock, uh, the rock uh, the head organizer, person, guy, creator. Uh, you know, I did it on a Facebook group. I forget which one. But I, I wanted to know like the hard facts, not just conjecture or going off of what happened previously. Unfortunately, that's the best answer I got was what happened previously. But I just uh, need to know because I, I I generally account like to the dollar how, how much money I need to set aside. Uh, and uh, I also over budget just to feel comfortable uh in a lot of ways about over budgeting uh just so i'm not caught unaware or be surprised uh, on certain things it's it's a nice feeling to to have extra money uh afterwards oh yeah and it's also nice to you know know that you're not gonna be in a you know you know you're not gonna run out and then you start you know freaking out so definitely that's not that's a good way to go about it for sure uh so for uh, for worlds, I'm trying to set aside about fifteen to seventeen hundred dollars. That's about average or uh, above average on the total cost. And this is uh, gas, hotel, food, uh, buying Kiraquix products, and trying to participate in everything possible uh, at worlds. Uh, I want to play as many battle royals as I can. I want to be able to. Uh, make trades and sales and uh mm -hmm. basically what i don't want to have to think about do i have the money uh to do what i want to do and 1700 feels comfortable i'd like to shoot for 2000 just so i can i, I, I think you're drink. way above the average yeah. there <laughs> i'm way <above. laughs> yeah, i think you're i think you're like you're, you're a threshold or you're safe you're good to go <laughs> if you can do that that's crazy well, yeah. i plan on staying the day before the day after as well yeah, because if I'm going to be uh, to help uh, recruit some of the costs uh, or mitigate some of the costs, I need to sell the exclusives. And I do not want to carry all this product back with me. So the day after, I'm going to uh, just be spending about two to four hours at the post office. Uh, yeah, that sounds like it sounds like you're a man with a plan, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have a lot of time to think about it, so I also doesn't feel like I have enough time to think about it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, money. Now you're, money. it sounds like you're overthinking. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, yeah. Like, what if you win? Then you're like, oh, I have a factory oh, set. What do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, the thing is, why doesn't Wizkits just mail that to me, please? <laughs> yeah. 
like uh, some of these some of these people, you know, they uh, they only plan to be there for like Saturday or Sunday. They flee when uh, they're already qualified. They're there for the tournament. They feel like they they'll qualify uh, or make top cut or whatever, and then they'll see how far they can get and fly out the next day. Like some of them probably plan on flying out like the next hour, like immediately after the tournament is uh, is completely that's, over. Yeah, that's crazy. I can't do that. Yeah, and yeah. so, like, what if you win? Like, how do you... <laughs> <laughs> what if you get to the finals and it's late? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and a factory set, uh, uh, for those that don't know what uh, a factory set looks like, it's like a, a, a two by foot wide, uh, like uh, uh, three to four foot tall box uh, about a foot deep because uh, uh, they really try to protect all of it. So it's like a small child, uh, a small box <laughs> child. Uh, and they're like, hey, here's your prize. And I'm like, thanks, I have to fly with this now. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, uh, it's, uh, it's interesting for people uh, to say, hey, can you hold on to this and mail it to me? Uh, like someone probably probably not, never met before. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hey, hey, I don't know who you are, but I'm going to need your help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, but uh, so uh, it, that's another thing to you know. It's like uh, traveling. I I want to drive, uh, but I want to make sure my car is uh, tra- uh, prepared to travel uh, because that would just be the worst uh, <laughs> to get stuck in the middle of nowhere. And then I also want to feel like I can buy a, a, a new tire or something uh, on the way there or on the way back. Uh, Stuff like that because I'm an overthinker. I like to, I want to be prepared for like the absolute worst. Gas would be eight dollars a gallon. I'm gonna get a flat tire. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I, I lost you, my car. You, 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 you haven't thought about the zombie apocalypse in this in this scenario, so I'm, I think you're underthinking now. <laughs> Uh, that, that is, uh, if that happens, then I'll just wrap with kids and get my factory south out in New Jersey. There you go. <laughs> But uh, so uh, but uh, so yeah, I I want to know how much everything costs, and I would like to kind of have my day planned out a little bit, uh, because I want to be able to see some of my friends and make new friends. Uh, kind of see the sights a little bit. Uh, so I like to know where I'm going on, uh, and see if I can get uh, a little bit of life experience outside of Heroclix, uh when I go there. Yeah, totally. Sounds good. For sure. What about what about YouTube? Was uh, so, what's something outside of Heroclix uh, that you are trying to do to prepare for going to nationals or worlds? Uh, we'll start outside with... of Heroclix, yeah. um, I'm trying to just overall. Uh, I guess like I, I've been trying to just feel better and 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 do a little bit more like exercise and work out. Cause I think it's a long day and, and I feel that when I'm like, when I'm like feeling a little sluggish or I'm like heavy and I'm feeling like down, I, I feel that I tend to do worse in those days. So I've been like working out a little bit more, not anything crazy, but like just to sort of have a better rhythm once I'm there. Um, and also working on a diet so that I can eat, make sure that I eat and drink well when, once I'm there. Cause that's super important for me. Like I, I don't think I function well without that. I can uh, I can play for the most part uh, as well as round one as I do in the finals, for better or worse. It's 
generally the same. I can think about the same. Uh, I probably do play a little bit worse uh, in the finals. <laughs> uh, but physically speaking, uh, in person, uh, in person tournaments, if I'm in the top four uh, uh, or uh, the finals, it is a nightmare for me in a lot, in a lot of ways. Uh, I can barely move. Uh, uh, I'm super dehydrated. Uh, and, uh, it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's painful. <laughs> Oh man, that sounds painful. <laughs> uh, but I can play uh, as long as I don't have to move or get up. Uh, uh, I, I try to mitigate uh, some of those things. I try to cut them off. I, I like I, if I know that uh, I'm going to be there for the long haul. Like I get the top eight, and top four. I really try to you know drink some more water, like Gatorade, one of those two to hydrate myself. Because uh, soda does nothing that makes it worse. And, uh, Beer does nothing uh, but makes me feel better, uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, food. Uh, I can I can play being hungry, uh, uh, but if you are dehydrated, if you're hungry, and if you are hurting, uh, that can generally lead to bad decision making. Uh, for a lot of different reasons. It's because you want the game to be over, because you need something to eat, you need to go to the bathroom. Fatigue. Uh, fatigue. Uh, uh, so, uh, when preparing, you need to take care of yourself too. Uh, I forget to eat and I forget to eat and all the excitement because in between rounds, you, you want to talk about your match that just happened and you want to talk about the match that's about to happen. And the judges are trying to get things set up for the next round because they close in, in an hour and a half. Uh, so, uh, try to. It doesn't have to be like a big meal. It doesn't have to be like uh, go do 50 push-ups and run a mile. It's just get up and walk around a little bit. I know that does sound counterintuitive, but your body needs to warm up uh, and get those muscles stretched uh, because you're going to be sitting back down for another 45 minutes to an hour. And when you cool down, that's kind of when uh, everything starts to atrophy. Uh, and it's, it's uh, take care of yourself. Uh, if you take care of yourself physically, you should do better mentally when it comes to the game. Mm -hmm. uh, and to prepare yourself mentally, uh, uh, I, uh, for me, I feel like I'm a bit of a choke artist. Uh, I, I've made the, the finals, um, I think about at least eight or 10, uh, big enough tournaments, uh, WKOs or Rock Regionals or uh, the uh, Scott Porter tournament or other tournaments. And I are we're almost getting to my head. Uh, uh, the, 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 the more uh, the more I play, the, each time I, I win, I, I say, well, great. Now I have to play against an even better player. <laughs> uh, and uh, you you kind of psyching yourself out. Uh, you're thinking about all the things that could go wrong. And, uh, and while it's good to be prepared and think about the things that uh, could happen, uh, it, you're not doing yourself any favors by by worrying about it. You can acknowledge like I'm going to be playing uh, Joe. I'm going to be playing some monster team. Uh, I I 
I don't know how to play against this figure, and I don't know how to play on this map. Uh, that's where practice comes in. Uh, if you if you happen to uh, know what to expect against uh, certain figures on certain maps, like uh, Paul, I think mentioned earlier, if you play on certain maps, uh, uh, the or if you play on uh, the expected maps, uh, and, uh, then you just have if you can lean on that, and if you're able to make the time to do that, then uh, you, sh you should tell yourself as best as you, as, as you can. It's like I played on this map before. I played against this figure before. Uh, I just haven't played against uh, uh, Paul before. That's the one factor I, I haven't done before. Uh, I factored into. Uh, so uh, you should try to be easier on yourself because oftentimes we are our worst critics you know as like uh and, or, or saying that i'm not good enough to beat this team i i'm not good enough to beat this player uh you know sometimes you do uh, it's not uh, uh when it comes to other players when uh our our friends lose like uh, it's uh, hey, you did your best. You did the best that you could. Uh, you know, that's all you can really hope for, right? You know, it. I don't know. I, I, I it's a bit of a ramble, but uh, that's uh, 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 don't be hard on yourself. That's what I'm trying to get at. Uh, just play the game and see how it unfolds. Uh, if it's if it's not a matchup that you are not psyched about, uh, don't go into uh defeated, uh, because. Uh, you are you are setting yourself up for failure uh, by doing that. Not that you will fail, but you are setting yourself up to. Uh, just uh, uh, in my worst matchups, um, uh, whether it's the player or the team, uh, lately it's been uh, this. This is not my my team's not prepared for this, or my team can't beat this. I I just throw my stuff out there, and they might miss. Uh, Thanos with his uh, 13, 14, 15 attack, he could miss. He can miss two times in a row. He can miss uh, two or three turns in a row. And then uh, by sticking it out and just doing something, uh, you give yourself a chance to succeed and win. And, uh, uh, if, you, if you hadn't worried about it in the first place, then you saved yourself that those internal feelings. And by doing that, you're also saving your body that stress. And to to wear yourself out because they're both uh, are connected your mind and your body. If you're being hard on yourself physically, uh, you, you're gonna tire yourself out mentally, and vice versa. By tying yourself out mentally, you're gonna exhaust yourself physically. Makes total sense. Yeah, absolutely. I've definitely psyched myself out before, um, and just you know, it's a competitive game, um, and I keep saying that. It's still a game. You're still there to have fun for the most part. Like winning a factory set or winning these big prizes is good, but let's let's face it. If you really wanted to, like, you probably could could work an extra shift and and just buy those prizes. Like, um, <laughs> you know. save yourself that that that, uh, <laughs> that mental anguish. <laughs> right, right. But, like, but, but, but what's what's funny is like what you said. There's the perfect thing. It's like, what do you get out of it, right? Like, I, for me personally, I love the rush of playing competitive. And, Absolutely. And it's just that, you know, that drive that 
feeling that like, oh, wow, I need to do better or I've gotten better. And, you know, you, you can mm. see that you've gotten better. And these are all things that I, for me, it's what does it for me. Like the prizing is just cherry on the top. It's like the extra, right? Just icing on the cake. Um, but and if you, you mentioned... mm-hmm. no, oh, and you mentioned winning, but like winning it all isn't always like what you should be aiming for, for your goal. Like sometimes it is, but um, if you really think well, that you've been practicing a lot, uh, then you're just there. It, it's an interesting like about this. winning. Uh, uh, doing well, uh, 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 winning is a, a byproduct of doing well. Uh, so, uh, uh, for the, the, the best players, uh, for them, it's, it's not about, I have to win, I need to win, I'm going to win. Uh, it's, it's like, I, I set the time to study this figure or study the, even to go further, to study this player. Uh, like some of these, uh, some of the players will play the uh, play and practice the same team for weeks or months at an end. So you, if you feel like like, and uh, people will copy that player. Uh, so that also could go into a factor of knowing what to play with. But uh, if you can prepare yourself in uh, in so many different ways, uh, just by uh, and by just being there and enjoying the experience overall. Uh, winning is just a byproduct of you preparing yourself. Uh, you know, that, uh, one thing I hated about uh, some of the players that have more nationals and worlds, especially, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, you guys have been playing for a little bit, but there's a player by the name of uh, Paris Wharton, uh, who uh, he won uh, 2015 nationals, I believe it was. Uh, I think Paris Gordon is a great player, one of the best players in the world. Uh, he's very smart. He's a great team builder uh, and uh, very creative. Uh, but after Worlds, uh, or after Nationals that he won, uh, people, and he didn't win Nationals or Worlds, <coughs> and he didn't win Nationals or Worlds the year after that, people started thinking maybe Paris isn't as great as we thought he was. Maybe... Uh, he was just a one and done player, and that just that super pissed me off. Uh, that is like Paris is still a great player. Uh, anybody that's got uh, that's uh, that uh, Scott and George and Dan, uh, they've won multiple titles. Uh, but they will tell you that part of it was luck, and not the not even the preparation part of luck. Like like it was genuine, like uh, miraculous things happen. For them to get there and for them to win, uh, yeah. the light shines. And... <laughs> yeah, like uh, uh, all the things align for them to do that. And uh, lightning struck once uh, for this player. Uh, it doesn't make them a bad player that it didn't happen again. Uh, and that's just, that's super annoying uh, to consider because uh, the emphasis on winning. You know, it's like they haven't won anything since. Or another player, uh, PJ, who actually has won Canadian Nationals. Uh, uh, there's a, uh, there was a joke that has gone, gone on for a couple of years now. So what has he ever won? Uh, uh, because people give him a uh, high... who said that joke? I'm joking. We know who did it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't uh, by the way. <laughs> as if getting second at Nationals is somehow a bad thing. <laughs> like, it's, that's an insult to be like, oh, man, you are the runner-up again. Like, yeah, that's that's weird. 
That's yeah, always like, been a weird. Uh, 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 for me, who has gotten second more times than I can count uh, off the top of my head in, in this moment, uh, it felt like I wasn't good enough uh, uh, because I never got first. And I, the fact that I got uh, got into the finals so many times uh, does speak to uh, my ability to play. I'm, I'm just being unfair to myself because I didn't actually get the title. Uh, and uh, our player's local team. Uh, he he is so hard on himself uh, that uh, if he loses a game or he didn't make a, a top cut, uh, he just he, he quits Heraclix uh, for the day. He's like, I'm out of here. I don't want to think about this game anymore. And we've all been there, and it's understandable. But uh, that's a it's a it's habitual. For him, he's just so hard on himself that yeah. he he did put on the practice and the time, uh, but he didn't make it as far as everybody else did. Uh, it's it was super sad to see for me, uh, just because he did other, put other goals you can have other goals you can have because not everyone can win everything all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, smaller goals that you can have is like if there's a really good player that's playing in in the online thing or whatever uh you know just beating them like there's there's times where i've lost a tournament but i've beat um <clears throat> someone i hadn't beat, beat, beat before or a former world champion or something and even though i got like fourth place or whatever i'm like i consider this a win because yeah i beat some i beat people that i that i hadn't beat before i i swam with the sharks i i was treading water you know um, I, I don't feel, you know, I, I, I put myself in the position where these things hadn't gone, had gone right. Or if like I'd won map instead of this, I feel like I could have had a shot at, at winning. Um, so, you know, it's, I, I think that's a, you know, don't be, don't be toxic about it. Don't be like, I'm coming for you or whatever. <laughs> like I'm going to build to like, just, I'm going <laughs> to study your team and, and, you know, f find out what you're playing and then play against it. Don't don't be toxic like that. But like, that's a that's a good way of of measuring your own success. Um, and and it's it's good to find other uh, another another good way is you're playing your own stuff. If you're if you've created a team that can tread water with the the Sakarian Iron Man teams out there that maybe other people aren't playing as much. That's great. That's that's also great. Um, And just you just gotta you just gotta keep putting yourself in position to catch a good luck yes. or to uh, um, you know, get a good matchup. Uh, that's 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 exactly it. Uh, if you put yourself in a position to succeed uh, by whatever metric you decide that success is, uh, then uh, I'll go back to it again. Winning is a by a, a byproduct of that. Uh, Winning, uh, get, getting first place is a byproduct of the uh, practice that you put into it, or the the goals that you set forth uh, with yourself. Uh, just uh, that's uh, that's kind of a goal for this show. Uh, to go over this again is that I want more players to get into competitive play. Uh, you know, it could be super daunting. It could be very intimidating 
to play against some of these players that uh, 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 P.J. Bullock, Dan Powell, Joe Alves, Paul Cote, uh, Chip Barnett, uh, Jay Solomon, uh, Adam Friedman, uh, Tiago, uh, whatever his last name is. <laughs> uh, uh, and it's just uh, uh, if you if you can go into it uh, not expecting to win, but to uh, just try to have a good experience, then I think most people would say that you, that you won. Uh, now they we we all do tend to give the spotlight to the person who got first place uh, because that's just you know they they have actually managed to uh, win it all at the end uh, because that's that's just how it works. Uh, I I really thought about that. I got too deep into that, but uh, they they managed to win it all, and uh, so uh, they do deserve uh, all the accolades that they can get. But uh, I I would like uh, the show to acknowledge the players that uh, don't win it all because the other shows already talk about those players. You know? We will we will talk about those players, but. Uh, uh, I want to talk about the the players that didn't make top cat, but they still had a really good team because some days uh, you can have all the luck in the world and win it all. Some days you, you built right, you practiced right, you you slept right, you ate right, you exercised right, but you just lose match after match after match after match, either from bad dice rolls or bad matchups, or they were a better player, they were more they better. They uh, did all the things right too. Uh, uh, it's just that uh, that's why I I like to see tournament reports where they post all the builds. Uh, I think that a lot of us also do because we like to see those those interesting builds and wonder why they didn't succeed. Um, what we could do to make them do better in the future uh, because. Uh, Getting into competitive hero clicks uh, is really tough for a lot of reasons, especially if you just want to contemplate hero clicks and also want to do competitive hero clicks at the same time. Yeah, that makes yeah that that sounds like something. It's definitely a good angle to go about it, right? Acknowledging uh, the not just the the top of the food chain, but also a little bit of what's going on in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's uh, it's uh, because uh, uh, I think everybody wants everybody to have a good time. Nobody wants someone to feel like a loser or uh, that they are bad at something that they enjoy. That that sucks. Nobody wants to make you feel that way. Nobody wants you to feel make yourself feel that way. But can't really control how we feel, but we can can acknowledge uh, and try to improve things for the future. Uh, that's a uh, you know, that could be different ways of improving products. For some people, that's just not playing competitive hero clicks ever again because uh, for whatever reason, so you, turns out you don't like uh, playing against uh, all the, the 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 number one best figures, and you don't like uh, the 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 excitement 
the anxiety, the 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 energy that comes with the or the stress that comes with it's uh, uh, playing in the uh, top eight, the top four. Whenever I would play against uh, some of these uh, world title or national title players, uh, I, when I played against Dan uh, online for nationals or worlds, I forget. Uh, my hand was shaking. I couldn't uh, click the mouse button where I wanted it to. And Dan was just super nice, man. Uh, I and I talked to him on Facebook before, but I never actually got to have a conversation with him before. He was just so helpful of me uh, trying to just uh, come down from the anxiety and stress because for him, it was just another game. But for me, it was trying to uh, measure myself against uh, uh, a world champion. And that's not really fair to me or him uh, to put that kind of stress on, on yourself or him or that kind of importance on you or him. Uh, because if uh, I lost down, I would have just said uh, I deserve to lose. He's a world champion. But uh, when I won against him, uh, some people could have taken a like, oh, Dan's not as good as I thought he was, or uh, he deserved to lose, or whatever whatever negative uh, uh, reasoning would have taken from being from Dan. But for me, it was, I, I beat a world champion. Uh, maybe I'm not as bad as a player as I thought I was. Uh, you know, uh, maybe it's not as cutthroat as, as I thought it would be. Because when it was him, I, I thought he would just uh, just destroy me, you know, just make me feel bad about being that good at the game. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, uh, just uh, I'm not really sure I'm going with it, but <laughs> uh, I, I feel like uh, we've gone on long enough about how we uh, are feeling about or how I'm feeling about this, uh, but. Uh, but yeah, uh, prep work. You know, but do do due diligence on how you think it is, and then try to set reasonable reasonable goals for yourself. Uh, mm -hmm. Have fun with the game because in the in the end, it's, it is a game. So something else I wanted to say is, it, um, we we were talking about highlighting like uh, other builds and stuff. There's nothing wrong with playing what's good. There's there's absolutely nothing wrong if if you want to be a yeah. builder. I, I'm not going to judge anyone on how they want to enjoy the game. If they want to, uh, you know, if, if their goal is to, to build a team that um, competes with the meta, that's always my goal. I I have a boring job. I spend a lot of time, you know, thinking about ways that you, uh, what, what, what is out there that, that could potentially compete, what is being underplayed, that kind of stuff. Um, if if that's homework to someone, it's totally fine for them to just play established teams and try to play them very well, because that can be less daunting. So there, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but yeah, I also I I would totally like to to shine a spotlight on on teams that are out there doing well because there is a um there's like a confirmation bias. That's probably not the right word I want to say, but um the when you see a uh i feel like sometimes the the 
the more out there curveball-y stuff gets gets kind of dismissed. Like you see it once and you don't have the pattern repetition of seeing it again and again like you do Sakari and Rathanos and whatever. And and people forget that, you know, sometimes these teams do really do well. Right. Yeah, uh it, it, it's and that's part of the the low variance thing. Uh, or high variance, or whatever you call it. I'm not really sure uh, if I'm with the right use of that, that word is exactly, but the, the pattern that Sakari and Iron Man, or Thanos, or uh, another uh, uh, regularly played figure, they, they, they done well because people want to play them, uh, not, not just because they're good. Uh, and to your point on not faulting players for playing the uh, what's already been established or winning, uh, those players you know, still have to play those games. Uh, they still have to win win those games. Uh, you know, uh, they either put in the time or they had to play uh, against uh, uh, high caliber players. Uh, it's it's uh, they only get to see the end result. Uh, for the most part, that's all that really matters for most people. But uh, the time and effort to get there is awesome of a work. Just because you see Thanos Collector Team, it's already won, or Spider Man, uh, Sakai and Iron Man teams, they've already won. The teams that are curveball teams or the teams that didn't make Top Cat, uh, I think they also get. Uh, uh, overhyped. I'm not sure if that's the right word, but uh, they get more uh, overfocused. I want, hey, look at that team. That's the team I think should have won it all, just because it was completely different. Yes and no, for me. Uh, I don't think that team necessarily should have won it all, just because it was completely different than what the rest of the field was being played with. Uh, the uh, the uh, did the player put on the time? Did they see that it could be these other teams? Uh, and then the, uh, the, it goes into my argument about good matchups and bad matchups and how I think that sometimes you're just going to have a bad matchup and the team should 99% of the time just lose against that matchup. Uh, uh, yeah, so... I see it more as people rooting for the underdog sometimes. Like I def- definitely see some comments of like, oh man, or they'll see something that's like completely out there, and I definitely see people being like, "Well, I know which one I'm reading for." That's fine yeah. if you want that. I think, uh, for various reasons, so for the team or the player or the event, uh, I just I feel like that that it gets a little uber focused on. Uh, it's a little annoying uh, for for me. Uh, so uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, it's getting pretty long. Uh, for Chisafa, he's uh, he's staying up past his bedtime for me. Uh, so uh, I'm an old man, but I gotta So uh, let's go to th- this segment. I think I want to call it uh, after resolutions. Uh, I'm kind of stealing from uh, Dan, uh, clicked off of the the final thoughts segment. So we're gonna call this uh, after resolutions, uh, where we can talk about everything that we talked about the show or uh, uh, would like to uh, acknowledge in, in general uh, about everything, like a, like a 30 second to a minute thought, you know. 
or five seconds. But I give me two seconds. So I, I got nothing. <laughs> we'll start with uh, we'll start with uh, Joe. Sorry, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm a little lost. What, what, what are we doing? In the uh, this is uh, basically your final thoughts. We're calling after resolution, but it's uh, final okay. thoughts, like a quick stop. What's uh, oh, my so, okay, cool. So, my final thoughts first of all, it's been great. So, I'm feeling like nice to have had this nice conversation with you guys and everybody sharing kind of how they feel with clicks and where clicks is at at the moment. So, that's really cool. Um, and what I want to leave for everybody is on that preparation note, I want to say a little something else. I want to say that knowing the rules and knowing what the figure, like Paul said right in the beginning, what figures do, I feel that that's like the biggest thing. Like if you take, if you take most good, like most of the top or the good players that do well consistently, um, that's one things that one of the things they have in common. They know most of the figures, and they know how the rules work. Right. And I think that's just that's what I would say. If you want to start somewhere, that's probably where you should start. <laughs> uh, how about you, Paul? Any uh, any uh, final thoughts uh, that you'd like to go over or like technology uh, just in general? Just how excited I am for uh, for the upcoming major tournaments. There's there's Canadian nationals, the nationals. And unfortunately, I won't be able to make either of those, but then I will be able to go to Worlds, the first actual Worlds I'll be able to go to. And up leading up until that, um, there is your online events, and there's also local Majestic events uh, in my area. Um, and it's just, uh, I feel like I'm kind of, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit in the zone, you know? I've been practicing. Nice. I, 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 I still don't know what which team I'm on, but it is, I, I think it's just a good time for clicks. There is a, a good established meta, and there's also uh, some some ways to play around it, way to, ways to customize your own Sakarian team or whatever. <laughs> uh, so from, from my final thoughts, uh, no, I, I, I'm just happy that I got to hang out with you tonight. Uh, and uh, I'm hopeful uh, uh that we could do this again on a fairly regular basis you know uh anywhere from two to four times a month uh and uh just uh kind of you know basically i've uh, been bullshitting the last few hours but uh, <laughs> I'm it. uh but uh, uh th these are thoughts i feel like uh, uh aren't really discussed too much uh and most uh uh, forums, and I'm hopeful that the listeners are also uh, like what we have to say, or they uh, this is uh, something for them to think about. Uh, you don't have to like what we said, uh, but uh, I would like you to come away with something from the show, and um, uh, at least uh, uh, think about how what you want from this game. Uh, all right. Well, I will end it right here. Uh, please, uh, I have to put, do some plugs real quick. I think I have to do that at the beginning. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not really good at this. but uh, So uh, please uh, follow my Facebook page. Uh, like and follow on there. The, the broadcast show. Please use whatever uh, podcast uh, 
app you listen to, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Podbean. If you would uh, please uh, like and subscribe on there, uh, that would be really awesome. Uh, and if you would like to go even further uh, and uh, support me on Patreon uh, to help cover the uh, podcast reviews and uh, the general work that I uh, try to do for the community, uh, that would also be super appreciative. Uh, uh, Patreon.com slash The Broadcast Show. Uh, and if you would like to see tournaments uh, stream, you can also go to twitch.com slash the broadcast show and watch me stream the shows um, on there. I won't be able to do it for tomorrow's tournament. I am busy for uh, this upcoming Friday tournament, but going forward, I will try to regularly stream these tournaments uh, if I'm, whether I'm judging or playing. All right, uh, so uh, that's it. Uh, say goodnight, Paul. Say goodnight, Joe. Thank you for having us, Paul. I mean, uh, Brian, it was awesome to be here. Thank you for having us. All right. Thank you. Fuck, we're all dead! Get the fuck out!